Welcome to another episode of Living and Alter Life. My name is Mike, and this week I am joined by a runner who just creeped onto my radar screen as this badass woman runner. And uh, I just thought, man, I've got to get this gal on. And I am just so excited that she was able to join me because she's got a really busy schedule, as, as we'll kind of get into here. But please welcome in Cynthia Robs. Cynthia, you ready to go for a run? I'm always ready to go for a run. I kind of gathered that. There's there's yeah. never this, geez, I don't know if I'm going to run today type of attitude with you, is there? No, there is not. That My children so awesome. can attest to that. Cool. Well, let's find out a little bit about you. Tell us, you know, who you are, family, all that good stuff. And then we'll launch into kind of some of the running stuff, right? Okay. So I am actually, so I live near Richmond now, but I originally moved here from New York in 2018. One of the big reasons why I moved to Virginia and left New York was the weather. Running in the middle of the winter in New York is not fun. So I really appreciate being able to run year round in Virginia. So when I'm not running, I am a nurse practitioner. Okay. Um, I've been a nurse for 30 years and I also have six children. I have also my two nieces. So a very busy household and I have three grandchildren and two more on the way. So yes, it's very exciting. How old are your kids? What's the spread here? Well, that's the funny thing. You know, as we do our trail runs and it's many miles we spend with people. And so people are usually surprised and it gives it away when they ask me, well, how old is your oldest? My oldest is 30 and he has one child and another one on the way. And then I have a 28 year old, a 26 year old a 22-year-old, a 19-year-old, a 17-year-old, and then I also have my 17-year-old niece and my 18-year-old niece. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> wow. Yes. So no, do you still busy. have three, the three 17 below 18-year-olds? Are they still at home? or? Um, actually, five of them are still at home. So okay. my 22-year-old is special needs, and then the other four are 19, 18, and two 17-year-olds. And so they're all still home. Awesome. I love special needs parents. You're, you're amazing people and you deserve medals. Yes. Well, he is a blessing boy. Let me tell you. That is awesome. Running is therapeutic. When I'm out there at five in the morning running, you can get some really good strategic planning done at that time of how we handle special needs children. There's a lot to navigate. And so when it's quiet and you're out running, you think of things like, oh, well, I could try this. And, you know, just that quiet running really does make a difference. Right. And does it help you being a nurse practitioner? I'd like, Is it a nurse practitioner? Or is that right? Yes. Yep. I'm okay. a nurse practitioner. So does um, that help with the, you know, identifying how to help the special needs? So my son has congenital heart disease. Oh, my gosh. Autistic. Okay. So, yes, being a nurse definitely was and still is very helpful. But ironically, you don't tell people that you're a nurse initially, because then they they kind of like, okay, your mom first and then a nurse, but you still have to think as a nurse in a lot of instances. So yeah, it gets a little tricky. I can I I just I can't even imagine how tricky it must be 
because you work, I mean, nurse practitioner, you're working full time, right? Yes. Yeah. Wow. And so where do you work as a nurse practitioner? So I work as a NP in an urgent care. Okay. Oh, so, wow. So very busy. Very I was going to say, wow. So you just added a whole nother dimension there saying urgent care. So that's yep. wow. So you're not just like, you know, doing mild stuff. <laughs> wow. That's crazy. And so how many years have you been a nurse? 31. 31 years. Wow. Yep. That is amazing. Yep. And how many years have you and Adam is, did I get his name right? Yep. Adam. Okay. I talked to him a bunch at backyard. So I yeah. was hoping I got his name right. So how many years yep. have you and Adam been married? So we were married in 2017. Okay. He's amazing. He seems to have really picked up on what you need when you get in every time really, really yes. well. Is that he, something that you, he's worked on or how, where did that come from? He, from day one, he's been a hundred percent supportive. Um, never questions like why I'm out there doing these crazy things. He's just incredibly supportive. That's awesome. So now before you moved down in 2018, so did you yep. run a lot up in New York or where did, where did this no. ultra so, running come from? Yeah. So um, I didn't start running actually until 2016 and but I've always been, you know, my sports was whatever the kids were doing and, you know, hiking and biking and stuff with them. And then, of course, as they started getting older, Adam and I got into biking and we did a lot of biking, which was so much fun. And, you know, we're talking 100 mile bike rides. But then winter would hit and I'd be like, OK, what am I? You can't bike in the middle of winter in New York because of the ice and snow. So in 2016, the hospital I was with. Um, was having a 5k in October. So I was like, Oh, well, maybe I could, you know, do a 5k. We lived in the country. So I would run from one uh, electrical pole to the next one. And then I would That's walk. Awesome. That is and awesome. And then I would do it again. And I would do it again. And so that was, you know, how I got up to three miles. My first six mile run, I was going to do this big loop but I was like, I don't know if I can do it. I might not be able to make it. <laughs> so Adam got on his bike and he biked the six miles with me. And again, That's like just awesome. so supportive, never questioned, like, why are you out here doing this crazy stuff? He's like, okay, let's go. And so that was my first six mile run was him biking next to me, basically saying, oh, you can do it. This is not a big deal. That is so awesome. I, yep. So that's how I did my first six mile. Okay. And, and so then where did it uh -huh. grow? I mean, because we're going to get into some of the badass runs that you have completed since like 2021. But my goodness, wh where where did this all of a sudden multiply and grow? So that was 2016, 2017. Then I got the bright idea. I was like, well, maybe I could do a half marathon. <laughs> and it really just progressed from there. So again, you know, I did a half marathon and um, it was in April, but in New York, you still get ice and snow oh, yeah. in April. Because you're so upstate came... New York, I'm gathering, right? Yes. Okay. Yep. So I came across the finish line with literally icicles on my eyelashes. <laughs> that is awesome. <laughs> I was like, oh, that was a lot of fun. And uh, so that was 2017. I did that in April. And so then I said to Adam, I said, well, maybe I could train for a marathon. And he's like, okay. <laughs> so that's what I did. I trained for a marathon, really not knowing 
I read a lot to know how to train for the marathon. But then when you get to the marathon, you know, they say, you know, you're going to hit that wall, yep. which I did mile 20. I was like, oh, this isn't so much fun anymore. <laughs> That's awesome. And, yeah. So I ended up walking for about a mile. And then there was a kid also who was having some trouble and it was in September. It was unusually hot. And so we were both just dying. And then we just started running together and we finished. I ran the rest of it. So that was really nice. That's and awesome. Then, and what was the name of your first marathon? It was a very small, it was sponsored by Dick's Sporting Good. Okay. And it was in Binghamton, New York. So it was just a real small um, awesome. marathon. How very cool. Yeah. Yeah. So after I did that, I was like, okay, well, what I'll do is I'll just do, I'll do all the little races. And then once a year, I'll run a marathon. So that was my thinking at the time. And so that's what I did. The next year I signed up for the Corning Glass Marathon. I really wasn't aware of the Boston BQ, that whole situation. Right. And so I ran that marathon and then like, oh, you qualify for the Boston marathon. That is awesome. So I Not like, knowing oh. anything about this. What's a no. Boston? <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. I was like, okay. I qualified, but I didn't run Boston because I was very intimidated by the size of it. Uh-huh. And so I didn't do that. But then I decided what I would do was a 50K in New York. Okay. And never again, you know. So you've never not. heard of an ultra marathon before and decide, well, I've done a marathon. I'll just go for a 50K. Right. Yep. That's exactly what I thought. And I had never done any trail running and it okay. was a trail. So I thought I did know enough like, okay, I need to practice on some trails. And by then we had moved to Virginia. Okay. But the 50K was in New York. So what I did was like, I would go, I don't know if you've heard of Pocahontas Park. Yes. It's awesome. Yes. So I would go there. The mistake I made was I pretty much only did the fire roads because okay. Adam would come ride his mountain bike while I would run around, you know, to get up to like 20 miles, but I didn't go on the little bit more technical trails. So I got this brilliant idea that I would run a marathon trail race to prepare for this 50k. There you go. And Great idea, Cynthia. <laughs> yeah. Well, it was called Conquer the Cove. Okay. And it was over by Roanoke. It was up in the mountains. And again, so I was so unbelievably pre not prepared. I had never really knew about, you know, the vest that you can carry water in. Right. I had only ever used a handheld and I had not prepared for technical trails. Oh, no. So, but again, Adam was like, okay, well, let's go do this. That now, so I <laughs> was running marathons at about a 345. Okay. And so I told him when we got there, I said, well, you know, I, it's probably going to be a little bit harder because there's some elevation to it, you know, so maybe it'll be like five hours. So he's like, okay. So I head out in this marathon and Oh my goodness. I fell up one side of this mountain and down the <laughs> other. <laughs> and as ultra marathons are when you're way out there, I think they had maybe two aid stations, if yep. that. And this marathon, you literally, literally ran up the side of a mountain. And I can remember looking off the one side and you were like, you would be falling down a cliff. So I was thinking in my head, oh, I, I should probably stay on the inside of this <laughs> until I get to the top. And 
Oh, and of course, you know, of course, there's no cell phone reception. That had never even occurred to me. Like you wouldn't have cell phone reception. And, you know, the time is ticking by. Well, it went past five hours. Well, then I started worrying, like, Adam's going to think, like, I fell off the side of this mountain (laughs) because I am, like, not back. And I trudged on. That race was the closest I ever came to a DNF because I was literally bleeding from every extremity. And I was just like, what was I thinking? But I didn't. I was just like, you know what? my parents would not approve of me quitting something. There you go. That is awesome. That is awesome. My parents wouldn't approve. That is so very, very cool. Now, let me guess after this marathon, you're all cut up, you know, you get all all the blood dried off and and you immediately went on ultra sign up and signed up for another race, didn't you? Well, no. So first though, I have to cross the finish line. Right. Okay. And so Adam was like standing there and of course he sees me. He's like, what happened to you? So of course I started crying. I was like, this is horrible. I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> and as I'm crossing, then they announced my name and first place for my age group. That's so, awesome. You I, have fallen I, up and down the mountain. <laughs> You're crying and your first and place. age group. Yeah. And so I, so of course I immediately stopped crying. I was like, what? I was like, cause I just thought I did so horrible because I had that road marathon mindset Yes, because you know, the ultra world, it's a different world. Yes, it is. And so we had about a two hour drive home. So, you know, bless Adam. He went to a grocery store, went in, bought bags of frozen peas, and packed my legs and arms. Oh my gosh, feet. that's awesome. <laughs> and, and we drove home. That with frozen peas yep. on your arms and legs, that yep. would have been a fantastic picture. Yep. <laughs> so I'm I'm gonna guess that Adam didn't get a picture of this. No, no, he did not. Because <laughs> you would have killed him. So yep. <laughs> that is yep. so awesome. So then how many weeks after that was it was your first 50k? Well, that, that was my bad planning. <laughs> Cause again, you know, I just, I was learning, I was in the learning phase. We'll say that much. Okay. And so it was only about three weeks later. Okay. So I had a little recovery to do before. And so I was really worried because my knees were really banged up, but you know, I just took, I think I maybe took the week off. Okay. Let it heal up a little bit. And I'm a big swimmer as well. So I always do swimming as recovery. So I swam a lot, Smart. but you know, I was glad that I had that experience though, because when I went to do the 50 K I started much slower than what I, what I did for the marathon. I didn't fall. I was so thankful. I did not fall. I had gotten a water, you know, cause of course I saw other people. I talked to people while I was at that, at the conquer the Cove, And, um, so I learned so much by doing it. And went into the 50K much better prepared than I if I hadn't done it. Well, and I'm sure you were a lot more confident because now you've gotten out on a trail, you figured out, okay, I got to lift my feet a little more than yes. you know, a, a marathon shuffle. And so yep. it had to given you a lot more confidence. Yes. So what Definitely. was your time in your first 50K compared to the first trail marathon? It was pretty close. Okay. Um, I think my... F- I would have to look back. I think so. The one I did in New York, I did it because it, it's a fun one. And it's um, so the slogan is 
don't let the cows out because you literally run through cow pastures, you know, streams. I mean, it's just a beautiful, awesome. beautiful. And it's in but the fall, also, so the colors have got to be beautiful too. Yes. And you're up in the mountains. So I, th I think I did it in like seven hours. Okay. Yeah. yeah. That's a beautiful, that, and those are not easy trails up in that part of New York. Mm-hmm. I yep. ran the AT, I did all of Connecticut and then started into New York because I'm trying to finish the whole Appalachian Trail. And, oh, yeah. And I I was like, I hit New York and I I don't know what I was expecting. So I moved, you know, to Virginia from Wyoming. So when you talk about, you know, the ice on your on your eyelids and everything, I have I have walked you in know. hills. Yeah, totally frozen, looking like I'm a snowman or something. But um coming out to the Appalachian Trail, I'm expecting, well, it's on the East Coast. It's got to be like a you know super highway, right? And then quickly found out that no, the Appalachian Trail is a gnarly trail, man. And mm -hmm. up in New York, my gosh, man, I remember, I, I think I only did like 15 miles and I was like, this is technical. I mean, this is seriously technical. So you get up on those areas in New York, New York, those are not easy trails. Yep. And even with training in New York, because of course I still, you know, it was just in me at that point. I was like, I have to run even if it's winter. So Adam took some sort of screws and I forget what they're called, but he literally screwed into the bottom of a pair of my running shoes, the flathead screws so that I could run with traction. It was the only way to not fall. So how you obviously fell in love with this thing because you're doing a ton of races right now. Yes. So what was it about it that made you fall in love with this? Um, such a huge difference. So what happened when we came to Virginia, I'd actually did a road team first and then the pandemic hit mm -hmm. and another, um, one of my friends who's at a lot of the races, Bella, who yep. I love Bella, we worked together. I was picking up some night shifts at the hospital and we worked together. So she told me about the trail team. So the pandemic hit, the trail team started back up though. And so I joined the trail team and I met just the most wonderful people. And I would look forward every Sunday. When you find people who just love the same stuff that you love, you can talk for hours and hours and hours out on those trails. Yeah. It's just a world of difference than road running. I was kind of looking at your ultra sign up and I, I saw that you've got a number of first place finishes. Yes, that is a lot of fun. <laughs> that that is, I was sitting there going, oh my, this this Cynthia's doing good, man. So what was your first ultra here in Virginia? Oh, well, so the first one, it's not really an ultra, but uh, I I love going out to Farmville and running yes. the night train and the first time I did the night train, I only did the half marathon. Okay. But so then the next year I did the 50K and I'll do the 50K again. Actually, I think it's in a couple of weeks. I'm doing that 50K again. Yeah. Cause that's a June one, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, does that, does the night train, does it start at night? Yes. It starts at like, I think five o'clock at night. If okay. you do the 50K. That's awesome. So the temperature has cooled down a little bit. No, no. Okay. The, the first two hours you, oh, it, you just cook the first two hours <laughs> and then gradually it will cool off. 
Yeah, because that's my nemesis is heat and humidity. I still have not figured out how to run on this stuff. Mm-hmm. So, so night okay. train. And is that so you finished that wasn't that was a top 10 for you, right? Yes. Okay. Yep. And now did you do that? I know you've done the damn Yeti at some point. Was that before? Yes. Yeah, so then? so that was kind of funny. So running with the trail team, my friend Jim was doing he had already done the damn yeti once and he's like oh you should do it it's a lot of fun so i was like okay well if my friends are doing i guess i'll do it so yes that was my first 50 miler okay and i loved it i had so much fun oh it was just so much fun and so then i immediately when i finished the 50 miler i said to my daughter you know what i think i'll sign up for a hundred miler that's awesome <laughs> that is awesome. of course she's like no no mom maybe you should go to a 75 mile first i was like if i could do 50 i could do 100 that's right and there yeah. are no 75 so you know forget <laughs> that <laughs> right so you but, just skipped right over the 100k yep so but you know it, it's true you when you finish a run that goes that well you immediately like oh well i could i could do more than this yeah and uh, so that's what we did so what was your first um 100 miler um the first one was pine creek challenge actually that's my only 100 miler okay um was pine creek challenge last year is that in pennsylvania Pennsylvania. okay what part of pennsylvania uh it's pretty north up by mansfield it's almost to new york really wow that's crazy. So how'd you do in that one? That one I did well. Of course, you go in with goals. My goal was 24 hours, but I did finish it in 25. Oh, awesome. And That's a great first 100 miler. Wow. Yeah, I was happy with it. And so Marianne, who you met, was with me. Bella was with me and, and my crew, which my two youngest children and, of course, Adam were there. And we we just had the best time. Never once did I think about quitting or have any, I didn't have really any issues at all. That's awesome. We were just out there having so much fun. And I think when I look back at the pictures of my children there, that just means the world to me. And so Bella, who loves taking pictures, took a lot of pictures while I was running. And so it really gave me a good picture of what everyone was doing while I was running. And they just had the best time goofing off while I was out there running. So So you knew they were taken care of and then they were able to just pour into you every time you came in. Yep. Yep. And was that one where it was kind of a central aid station and you did loops or? No, no, it was, it was, it was actually a tease because you did, you ran out then you ran back past the start finish all the way those. to the other end. And then you have to run all the way back past the start and finish to the other end. And then you have to run all the way back to the other. So you go past the start finish quite a few times. Oh my gosh. That's, yeah. that's torture. Yeah. Yeah. So 25 hours in your first hundred miler. And um, where did you go from that? I mean, cause that one, is that the one you placed third in? Yes. Third female. Yep. Okay. Yeah. That's awesome. So that that's pretty impressive. Your first hundred mile or you podium. Well, and I did a lot of runs leading up to that just okay. to get ready for the hundred miler. And so that was, I, I finished that. And so I hadn't signed up for any races for the rest of the year because I had done a lot of reading that, you know, you got to rest, recover and that sort of thing. 
But then my friends were running um, Piedmont and I okay. love races. Yeah. And so, well, if all my friends are running it, I was like, well, so I tell my friends, I said, like, well, I'll just go and I'll walk it. Like, you know, that's, that's good <laughs> exercise. I'll just walk it. Yeah. Right. Cynthia's going <laughs> to yeah. walk it. Uh huh. <laughs> that didn't turn out so, well, did it? No, no. I <laughs> ran it and had so much fun. I was like, oh, I guess I guess all those books about resting and recovering weren't accurate. That's right. Well, you know, as long as you had like three, four weeks in between, no big deal. Yeah. And so, well. then, so that was October. Well, then November, this was when I did one of Karen's this first This is run. the one you did. You finished first. Yeah. I remember this one because you yep. were cooking. I mean, you were just, you were flying yep. around the course. Did you end up with 40 something miles in that eight hour? Yeah. 42. That is Awesome. Yep. And Karen is a wonderful race director. Isn't she? Uh, so I've really just been trying to run all of her events because she's just wonderful. She she knows how to put them on. So you weren't done with 2022 though, were you? Nope. So then I did, I signed up again because my friends were doing it and, you know, we love to go and run together. I did freight train. Okay. That is awesome. Um, I think, I think that was in December. I think that okay. was my last, I did a 50 K there. And my goal for that 50 K was to be under five hours, Okay, which I was, I, I was picking on Dan about it because it, it, he knew it was longer than a 50 K <laughs> by like a mile or so. And so I was like, this is really messing up my plan. So I did get a picture though of my watch when it said 50 K I was under five hours. There you go. So it um, counts. <laughs> yeah. But then, so I finished that one in five Oh two. Awesome. Well, yeah. that's really good. Especially if it's an extra mile. So you were, you were well under. So yep. you had, yeah. You had to been like around four fifty five. For yep. us. Yeah, that's awesome. Very cool. And then Sandy Bottom, you finished first again. Yeah. And that one, you, once again, you just really kicked butt in that one because you, is that where you had 47, I want to say? Yes. Okay. Yep. I think it was 47 for that one. That is awesome. And then you went into Dogwood. Yep. And... Now, Dogwood was tricky. Okay. And again, you know, similar to Conquer the Cove, I am a klutz. And so I have to be, it takes a lot of concentration for me. I have to really focus on the trail, picking up my feet. And so at Dogwood, I was just very careful and I, I had a great time, but I was very, it draining, like mentally, just really paying close attention. And Frank, um, him and I did the last two laps together, Okay, um, which was great company. And so I just really enjoyed that a lot. That's awesome. Frank's a pretty good runner himself. So, so with that one, so for the backyard, my goal was 90 miles. Okay. But then, you know, we had the two hour yeah. pause, but I had promised my kids cause it was mother's day. I was like, I'll be home. I promise I'm going to be home early. And <laughs> so, you know, it got to six o'clock and that was my time. So I ended up with 83. Yeah, which I still awesome. had. I, had I was going to say you had you if I'll bet if it wasn't for the two hour weather delay, you had a lot more miles in you. Yeah, I think I would have hit the 90 easily. Well, and next year it's not on Mother's Day. So that's yes. nice. Yeah. Karen did everybody a favor and moved it. So, yes. Are you coming yes. back? Yes. Awesome. That I honestly, I think that was probably my favorite um, race that I've done. Okay. 
it's, it's a neat so format. Much fun. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Yeah. So now you've got a couple more runs this year and I'm going to get to see you a bunch. So you're going to be at Windsor Castle, I believe in June, right? Yes. Okay. Yep. So you're running the 10, I'm going to run the five and then I'm going to hop into my Kempsville Run Club um, tent at the road crossing with the um, popsicles and have fun oh, for the yeah. next five hours, teasing all of you guys running 10 hours. Yes. So, so then I'll get to see you at Cape Fear 24 hours. That's going to be awesome. Oh, you're going to do that one? Yep. That so, is that is my aim for a sub 24 100. Okay. That's the one that's like the 0.54 or something. Point, it is exactly 0.58 miles. Okay. And I will and tell you, Cynthia, you don't know that it's 0.58 miles. You don't have to bring a, a lamp because they turn the baseball lights on at night. And so it is, it, it's, it's as light at night as it is during the day. And you don't know you're running such a short loop. I mean, okay. it, it's just, everybody's like, that's got to be mind numbing. I'm like, I thought it was going to be the first year I did it too, but I had an absolute blast. The other thing that you're going to love, there are ultra marathon legends that come down and run this thing. Oh, really? Oh, nice. you are going to meet some of the most amazing people, the people that made ultra running be this wonderful sport that we all enjoy. It's a fantastic race. Your husband's going to love crewing you there. Oh, nice. Well, I signed up for it because I do like to do races to train for the big race. Yep. So I'm using it as a training. Good. Are you using it as training for Swami? Yeah, for Swami. I just hope it doesn't rain. Every The last three runs I've been in, it's rained. Yeah. I was at the cancer fundraiser. And so I ran Boston on Monday, and then that was on Saturday. Oh my gosh. And so again, you know, with the trail running, you meet people. So I was actually out with a guy who's a pilot. And so we were just having a great time talking about flying. And we got caught in the thunderstorm portion oh. of it. When, you know, when they pulled everyone off, Yes, we had just gone back out. So they didn't catch us. So we ran that loop with lightning all around us. So when we got back, we were just completely drenched. And yeah. we didn't know how long they were going to pause it for. And so I talked to Adam. I was like, you know what? I think I'm done. Yeah. <laughs> I did enough. Let's go. So the other thing I had to overcome as a uh, ultra runner is I don't like the dark. <laughs> and so the year before last training for my ultra marathons, I was using a treadmill because I didn't like being out in the dark to run. And I unfortunately got a, a hip fracture from running on a treadmill too much. Oh, wow. So I overcame my fear of the dark. And but down there running at night, I'm just not comfortable being out okay. without a crew. So yeah. I will definitely have a crew. So let's kind of wind this down. So you've got a person who's going to be running their very first ultra marathon. What are some of the tips that you would give to that person? The number one tip is it's okay to walk. I did not know that coming from road racing, yep. that it's okay to walk. And you know what? Walk when you want to walk and just have so much fun. Yeah, exactly. That is awesome. That's a great way to end this, Cynthia. It's been so good chatting with you on here, and I'm looking forward to chatting with you at some of these upcoming races. And thanks for listening. Really appreciate you guys. We'll see you next time on 
living an ultra life.